From the middle of nowhere, southern Tennessee. And northern British Columbia. A Canadian-born American. And an English-born Canadian. I'm Nathan. I'm Miles. And you're listening to... The Distant Runners Podcast. Welcome to episode eight of the Distant Runners Podcast. This episode, we're going to start with uh, our hook again. Um, you know, the last couple of times we've uh, recommended books. This time we're going to go a little different. We're going to recommend uh, a movie. Uh, and this movie is about the great Steve Prefontaine. Uh, and it is Without Limits. Um, a fantastic, hugely uh, motivational movie. Um, great but tragic story uh, that was Steve Prefontaine's life, uh, Steve Prefontaine's life. Um, but absolutely fantastic runner. I love the look at it, his life that this movie takes, and the birth of Nike and the interaction between um, Steve and Bill Bowerman. And yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've watched it, but I remember back in college, I would I would watch parts of it you know, leading up to a big race, try to get myself motivated and stuff. So absolutely fantastic movie. If you have not seen it, you really do need to, to give it a watch. Um, yeah, tragic, but fantastic. It's been a few years for me since I've watched it too. So I'm going to have to uh, take your advice on that one, Nick. <laughs> I'm going to have to take my own advice. <laughs> watch it again. Anyways, um, so... This episode, we have another guest, and Miles, I'll let you uh, introduce. So uh, today with us from the frozen north where I live up in Fort St. John, British Columbia, we've got Izzy joining us. Izzy and I met when she was in the sixth grade. Izzy's mum had come to me and said, listen, she really likes running, but she wants to she wants to learn to do it even better. Is there any chance you'd be willing to work with her and, and see how she runs and see if you can help her build up? And I thought, this is something a little new for me, but let's give it a go and see what we can do. And uh, Izzy is a, an incredibly um, humble individual the first thing that she'll tell you if you ask her about her running is well I'm not a fast runner which <laughs> which I can tell you is is she Olympic fast no but is she fast heck yeah she is <laughs> so welcome Izzy thank you so much for joining us um <laughs> it's uh it's fun to, to be able to be doing this in this setting and uh, getting to have you on the podcast here. Um, so Izzy, quick question for you. How did you first yeah. get into running? Definitely through my dad. Um, he, I was pretty little. I must have been like five at the time. And he mm-hmm. did his first Emperor's Challenge, which is a local uh, half mountain marathon. And uh, I think I ran the kids like 2K. My mom dragged me the whole way. That was just the beginning of it. And then I love the next it. and then like the next fall I entered um, cross country. I was in grade two. I wasn't old enough yet, but because the age is grade three. And yeah, I've just ran ever since. That's insane. Running on a cross country team since grade two. Nate, I think she's got us beat, man. 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I remember trying out for uh, the cross country team in, in grade three and not making the team. Um, so yeah, you definitely have me beat. <laughs> oh man, and that's it, awesome. Izzy, why don't you tell <laughs> us about your, about your ultra marathon experiences? Um, well, I don't do ultra marathons. I just do short legs of them. Um, this is exciting. I have a all girls team entered in the death race this year. Um, I don't think I would ever have the time to dedicate to do a full ultra marathon, but I enjoy doing legs of them. Um, yeah. So you say that now, we'll get you there one day. I'm certain. <laughs> one but, day. But, but I want to, I want to ask some questions. You use quite specific yeah. vocabulary. You said you had an all girls team doing the death race can you be a little bit more clear on that one for the for the listeners um i have an uh one of them is actually 18 so it's not completely under but we have an all girls team team entered for the death race this year um start all ranging teenagers. from 15 to 18 i'm pretty sure yeah oh my gosh wow and so wow. for the <laughs> listeners who might not have heard of this race before it's a 118 kilometer ultra marathon split into five segments with distances between 16.9 um up to 35 kilometers mm-hmm. um and so everybody's going to be running uh everybody's going to be running different distances different terrain but lots of hills yeah. wow <laughs> yeah so go on mate sorry so so just to paint the picture here for you know, any American runners. Um, so the, the shortest leg is 10 miles. And what did you say the longest legs? 35, so 23 miles. Okay. No, so, 20 miles. About, yeah, probably around 20, 20, 18 to 20. So well over, you know, from just short of a half marathon to, to well over a half marathon, pushing closer to that marathon distance and where are where is this race held oh god it's Gr- we're gonna have Grand to remind Cash me Alberta. yeah and uh what uh what runs through Alberta there the Rocky Mountains Rockies. there we go <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, you know being born in Canada you know I, I remember the, going to the Rocky Mountains and they're just massive. I mean, when you think of Canada, you don't really think of mountains and, and big mountain ranges, although there are quite a few. Um, but the Rockies are huge, huge. So, um, yeah, just to help paint the picture of, of this race and why it's called the, uh, the death race, um, that's absolutely incredible. What, what you and the, your team of girls are, are setting off to do. Uh, it really is. <laughs> and for a little bit more clarification, the, the legs, each leg is anywhere between uh, six, seven, 750 feet of elevation gain all the way up to 5,000 feet of elevation gain. Holy, oh, I didn't Lord. even know that. <laughs> yeah so for those oh of you who want that in meters that's 244 meters all the way up to 1624 meters holy yeah. crap we're not uh, <laughs> we're not talking you out of it now are we Izzy? no <laughs> you have oh no God. choice 
<laughs> I haven't even started training. I'm going to have to. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. If only you knew somebody I... who likes building training programs. <laughs> if only. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if only he would listen to them. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm not good at following my own advice, Nate. Oh, I'm I'm well aware of that. Well aware of that. So, Izzy, talk to us a little bit about why you wanted to do this all-girls team for this race. Um. Oh God, I I'm a little bit of a feminist, and I really love bringing women in sport. Um. I had some friends who were interested in running, but it's kind of hard to get them to commit like individually, like, hey, come run the Emperors with me because it's, you know, you're individually running. So if you have a team, it creates a little bit more accountability. Um, in the Sinister Seven, they have a high school team that runs. And I remember going down my, the first year that my dad raced without me and just thinking that was like the coolest thing ever. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be on a high school team or I'm going to make that. And then my dad brought up the idea last year, I want to say. It was just too late for us to scramble it together. Um, but this year, I was like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. Like, I'm old enough now. I can be the ringleader. And, um, yeah, also just personally for me, like, I'm terrible at holding myself accountable for uh, training, like, by myself. So to have, to have, like, a team of girls who I can, like, relate to and bond with, um to train together uh is really important to me just yeah so with that training together is he are you looking at having like a couple sessions a week where you actually train together together or it's the goal to do all of the training together like what does that look like um well we have one girl who is in ottawa so it's not going to be all together as a team but i'm just hoping mm -hmm. for um maybe like one weekend um sorry, one time a week, like on the weekends, just going together oh, nice. and going to the cactus trails or something like that and just hammering it out. Um, most of three out of the five runners on my team play soccer. So we run six times a week anyway. So for me to add yeah, like does it four count sessions. as running if you're playing? <laughs> if, 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 see, see, runners, we run, but in football, yeah. you're playing a game. So does it count as running? I don't know, Miles. I, Ninety minutes of ninety minutes of intervals up and down the field. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wonderful young lady putting me in my place. I approve entirely. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> Remind me um, never to let you around my wife. <laughs> afraid she'll take notes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, for me personally, like, um, during season, it's just not feasible for me to train, you know, like five times a week, hammering out no. 20k, I would, I would just be, be toast, but, um, coming closer, definitely getting together with the girls more and training maybe three times a week, just, um, uh, let me be clear here, when we say that we're entering the death race, we're not planning on winning the whole thing, we're just planning on finishing <laughs> Well, so, 118 kilometers broken up any which way is an admirable, admirable thing to endeavor to do. Yeah. And I have and, emails will do it. And seeing the toll that it took on, on Miles last year, granted he trained all of uh, how many kilometers? 
240 kilometers in the calendar year for a 118 kilometer race. Um, oh, yeah, my God. but seeing the toll that it took on 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 you, Miles, like that, that just shows how how challenging of a race it is. And you know, even even though how it is such a challenging race, um, it's not just like physical training that's going to get you through it. Um, because clearly miles didn't do all that much physical training. Um, one thing I I do know about miles and I don't know if it's because he's really worked on it or if he's just, you know, dumb enough to, to not know better, but his, his mental fortitude, his mental strength is phenomenal. Um, Mm -hmm. and just the ability to push himself beyond his, what should be his physical limits um you know what do you what do you put into like or what do you, what kind of preparation do you put into preparing for a race whether it's cross country or a, a half marathon or an ultra leg or whatever you know in terms on the mental side how do you prep yourself for these long runs Ooh, um i kind of it really depends. Most of the time, I just don't like. I go into solidarity almost like hours before. It's like I, you know, talk to people or whatever. But like during the race, like things have to keep going. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Like when I'm running, it's not. I guess the thing I like about running. Okay, this is all intertwined. Is the thing I like about running is like the emotions that you go through, mm-hmm. and. Um, so like, you know, like one kilometer, you're like, wow, this feels amazing. And the next you're like, I'm going to die on the side of the hill. <laughs> and <laughs> just like the highs and lows. And then, you you know, you get to the peak or you get to the finish line. And it's like, holy cow, I just did that. And I'm so glad I didn't give in. So like uh, to circle back to your question, I guess preparing myself, I'm just like, Israel, you're going to go through hell and back and you're going to be okay. And, you're, you know, you're going to be okay. And, you know, just telling myself that repeatedly until I believe it, you know? I like like that. I have a question for you. Do you have a pre-race song? Something that you just play on repeat? Um, no, not one that I, actually, yes. Okay, it's called Mount, uh, it's called Silver Lining by Mount Joy. It's just my favorite song. It just makes me happy. Great song. You know it, oh my God. I do, I love Mount Joy. They're like, Nate that's like my musician. favorite song ever. It's my favorite song ever. Um, yeah, that just reminds me, like, the first time I heard it, I was going to the Kootenays, which is in mountains in BC. And that just, like, reminds me of, like, why I love being outside and why I love running, because it just just makes me feel like I'm in the mountains. So, yeah. It's almost like it's a passion for you, Izzy. Strange. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, that's pre-race song. Do you have a song that goes through your head on repeat when running up hills? Nathan and I both have one. <laughs> um. Oh God. There, like, ain't no mountain high enough. That one. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That is good. I'm I trying to think of. There was one this summer, but I can't remember. It really just depends on like what was playing in my headphones before or like (laughs) you know like whatever i've been listening to in weeks prior 
most of the time it's the most annoying song that just gets stuck in your head like during the race you're like why is this the only song i remember (laughs) so my hill song is uh gwen stefani's hollaback girl (laughs) (laughs) oh i remember this i remember you telling me this very very specifically because i like beat it works with my cadence at somewhere around 74 beats per minute but (laughs) there's a line in there that says this is bananas beat a-n-a-n-a-s from like the eighth grade onwards when that song came out that would be what i would mutter to myself running up hills and i've always been a strong hill runner so i made a concerted effort to only start muttering that to myself when I was right on somebody's shoulder. So all they would hear is me muttering, this is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> the number of times that I cracked people up and they just like broke their stride. <laughs> I know it's really rude to do, but the number of times that I had that <laughs> in races was unreal. Well, oh I mean, you say it's rude, but there is... That's how I'm feeling. Aside, especially when you get into the more competitive running, there there is a mental games side to racing. And yeah. oh yeah, you start playing with your competitors. Yeah, well, I mean, we're <laughs> we're gonna get more into it next episode for sure. Um, but so I don't worry, I don't want to get too far into the weeds in in talking about the mental side of things. But for sure, it mm-hmm. there is a, a very strong. Uh, mental game, like I said, especially during the uh, the really competitive um, side of running. So, mm-hmm. but uh, oh, geez, I can't think of what a single song would be that I repeat when I run up a hill. Usually, lately, oh, I've come been, on, I know you've got one. Well, lately, I've been listening to to music while I run, and you know that. So, okay. just kind of enjoy. Uh, whatever songs playing and I try to actually lately I've been listening to a lot of the uh, 90s early 2000 hits just throwback but uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) slight tangent but I'll say this Uh, I was listening to a classic rock playlist and um, Oasis's Wonderwall came on and Uh, everybody's first guitar song because that is not classic rock. It's not old <laughs> enough to be classic rock. But anyways. <laughs> anyways, so yeah, uh, my connection might be a little unstable. Um, yeah. A L- little bit like me. Yeah, well. <laughs> Just a little, so, yeah. my, my, my connections are a little unstable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, no, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a song, I have a couple songs that, like, I include on almost every running playlist that, um, you know, they mean something usually to me, um, whether it's I've tied it to a, a happy memory or, or something, something that's meaningful to me to, to kind of help motivate me um, through whatever I'm, you know, trying to do and while I run. Um, yeah, one of those songs, and I actually got to see if I could find it. Is still, it is uh, some DJ mashed up um, Soul uh, Soul Sister by Train with mm-hmm. Fireflies by Owl City. Mm. And Ooh, you sent that to me once. 
Yeah, it's called Soul of Fireflies. And uh, it got into my head one time before a race. And I had the race of up until that time in my life. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it's cause, so special song. So that one, um, like I said, I can't really find it anymore. Maybe it's on YouTube, but um, well, Fireflies by Owl City or, or, or uh, Soul Sister by Train kind of brings that memory back for me. But uh, yeah. You noted yeah. earlier on that um, you would consider yourself a feminist. Uh, and, and what I know of you, I can definitely say that you, um, you're an outspoken uh, outspoken lady and you, uh, you do a great justice to your gender and like uh, myself and Nathan who are a bunch of vagabonds um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'd like to talk or like you to talk very briefly about women supporting women in running and what that looks like through the generations oh should I, I should have prepared for this that, um, completely off the top of your head because I know who you train with locally and I think there is a yeah. beautiful dynamic to that. And I, if you could touch on that for our listeners, I'd love it. Huh. Okay. So um, I train with Lori Cardinal. She's amazing. Um, I haven't actually trained with her recently, but she has completed the death race. How many times? I want to say. Four times now, I believe. She's competed okay. four times and I think, think finished three times. I could be wrong. Okay. Anyway, she's a very accomplished runner. And um, I train with actually like strictly adults, like up until this year when I'm, once it starts clearing off um, and I train with my girls team, but yeah. Um, so I've had lots of like beautiful women foster me. Like I run with my um, adopted grandparents and um, lots of my dad's friends and stuff, um, specifically females. Um, I think that like just running uh, through generations like running is such a great thing like when we do it we do like longer hiking runs so like 20k and just like I get all these bits of advice and like um wisdom handed down to me through like through the time that we spend on the mountains which I just really cherish like for me that's so much more feeling than uh like fulfilling sorry than um, spending like most teenagers do like spending my weekend at home gaming or something like that like I just find I get so much more out of that um like women supporting women um it's just the same as a man supporting man you know when he races or something like that but I just so magical because it for so long women have not been allowed to be a part of sports so it's just that much more powerful when we are a part of sport you know absolutely does that make sense no. yeah and I, I think that's a little bit of a, a call out as well to um to female runners of all ages is you may fit into a certain running category whether it be mm -hmm. age whether it be pace but that sisterhood that you have the potential to share as you run as equals really opens up doors between generations and i know it's true for true for men as well i think there's an inherent um an inherent benefit to running with people of all ages 
uh, not just running in your bracket. When I say your bracket, I mean the people that run at the same pace, that are the same age. It really does benefit you to get some of that insight from your peers, whether they're older, younger, uh, and it gives you the opportunity as well to build into the lives of other runners, but also into the lives of other people, because it's not just running that we can support one another with. Um, mental mental health is incredibly important. Running allows us to do that as well when we come together as, uh, as a group of enthusiasts. Benefits so massively from having those discussions, right? I think you've had a very lucky opportunity to be part of a community like that, Izzy. Yeah, like a, like a mentor. Um, yeah, I'm definitely very privileged. It's cool. I go back to like my old um, elementary school. I see all these little kids running. At first I'm like, oh, that's cute. And they're like, no, I'm going to join in and like help them along or give them advice, whatever I can offer, just to keep that train going. How cool is that? That is, that is peer-to-peer training right there with yeah. a generation gap in it. And really nothing substitutes for having somebody who is passionate about what they do and passionate about people working with you and teaching you, mm-hmm. teaching you how to move properly, right? Yeah. Encouraging you through the process of training and just getting active. It's, it's very, very yeah. cool. And I love seeing it. And, uh, I guess a, a call to, to our listeners today, pick somebody that you wouldn't usually run with and see if they'll go for a run with you. If yeah. you've got the weather to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Currently where Izzy and I are, it hit minus 32 degrees C with the wind chill today, which is about Ooh. minus 45 Fahrenheit, I think somewhere in there. No, thank and, you. And uh, <laughs> we, we had an earthquake about two hours ago. So We did? I was 5.6 on the Richter scale, the entire house shook. Really? Oh. Yep. Over in Peace that? River in Alberta. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Izzy, you mentioned that you started running because of uh, the influence that your, your dad had um, and bringing you to those races and, and his exposure of running to you. Um, and, you know, we, we've we've shared a lot of stories about how people got started with running. Um, and we've touched on it a little bit, but, you know, obviously that was, that was many years ago that you started. Let's talk a little bit about why you still run today. Oh yeah. Um, wow. (laughs) Um, mostly the community like that's why I keep racing just because it's so diverse um I think that running is a beautiful thing because it's so subjective like you don't have to be you don't have to be a track star and winning all your state races you could just be somebody who goes for two kilometers if that's what it what running is for you um and I think that's so beautiful because races are where everybody joins together and they all come over the love of running uh yeah they all gather over the love of running um so that's why I still race um for me it's also uh running is just like a uh, place to bounce off of and keep me in shape for soccer season which I spend most of my time um yeah I don't know I I just enjoy how like individual running is 
but also how collective it is as a whole. Like anybody can run no matter what shape, size, age you are. It's totally, it's just a place to challenge yourself individually. I play lots of team sports, but this is the one thing that I have for myself. Kind of. Yeah. That is so true. And that's something that we, you see next time you go to a race, even if you're not the one running in it, let's say you're listening to our podcast today and you are not a runner. You just like hearing about different stuff. Just take a look around. Look at the people who are running. You've got, you know, kids considerably younger than Izzy there. You've got runners and racers into their 70s, 80s, even 90s sometimes. And that's mm-hmm. not a that's not a community of people who just happen to be doing the same thing. It's like a community of people who speak the same language. Um, yeah. reg- regardless of the distance, as you say, Izzy. Um, regardless of whether it is a competition or a fun run or a fundraiser right what yeah. whatever it looks like let's say you're doing the terry fox run at your school you know that is if you've never run before at all that's something that it, you can be proud of and enjoy doing right you don't have to be a consistent runner you don't have to be you don't even have to consider yourself a runner um yeah. you know it could just be something that you do but uh that's that's one of the things that is so good about running is that respect of hey this person's putting in the time and the effort you don't have to be an elite athlete to to have respect from all other runners for the fact that you get out there and you're looking to a better yourself and b be part of a community yeah it's yeah, a beautiful way of putting it yeah i think back to, to a lot of, you know, some of my recent races and like yeah, I'm I'm guilty of you know, when I go to a race, it's it's definitely like I'm there to run well and run fast. But you know, that's not that's not the the goal for every runner who's at that race. Um, you know, some of these runners are just their goal is to finish the distance. And you know, wh- whether or not I achieve my goal like I'm going to be pretty happy or pretty critical of myself or whatever, depending on the outcome. But if that person's goal is to finish the race and they finish the race, they're almost 100% going to be more thrilled than I am, regardless of the Mm -hmm. outcome. Right. And it's like, I might have achieved my goal, but to me that that's a goal that I've, you know, probably achieved or come close to achieving before this could be this person's first half marathon or, or marathon or whatever the distance. And like that achievement is on the same level as anything that I could achieve too. And yeah. I think that's exactly. one thing that, that really makes running special is that, you know, going into an event, everyone has their own goal and yeah, we're racing each other, but like running a marathon is an accomplishment accomplishment in itself um yeah and and to be able to say that you know you can can go out there and do it and it's like yeah we're running against each other but our real enemy is is the time that it takes to run is the doubt that's in our mind saying that you can't do it it's whatever is preventing you from achieving that goal and i don't know i think that's something that's that's pretty unique to running because 
like in races you see it all the time people like help each other they motivate each other yeah. they work with each other and it's like on the surface you might look at it and be like well that doesn't really make much sense because they're racing against each other but if it's not like a truly competitive where you're viewing every other runner as as the enemy then <laughs> you can work together as a unit and, and accomplish your goals together. And I think that's such a beautiful thing about running. It really is. Everybody's race is different. Like you guys all say you're doing, you know, half marathon. You guys all cover the same, you know, 20, what is it? 21 kilometers. Um, roughly. That might be wrong. Roughly. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, everybody goes through different highs and lows as I was speaking about and everybody's challenges are different. You know, for one person, it might be the knees and, for the next person it's like I just can't get through this mental block but as you know everybody helps each other cross the finish line so that's beautiful yeah you know I'll uh I'll share this story I was it was my very first half marathon that I was uh running it's called uh, the oak barrel half marathon and in, in, uh, um, starts and finishes at Jack Daniels distillery um <clears throat> It's a, so it's a, it's a great race, fantastic race, but, um, I, I was probably went out a little bit too hard. I mean, being my first half marathon, I guaranteed I went out too hard. Um, and I remember this, this other runner, his name's Eric Waterman. And I will never forget this race where like, I'm struggling, I'm hurting like halfway through this race. And, uh, we had kind of gone back and forth a little bit and he starts, uh, he pulls up beside me and he starts, you know, asking me a couple questions and we're, you know, we start chatting a little bit and we're working together and uh, we were fighting for third place. Um, but he was in the master's level of runners. So um, whether he finished third or fourth, he was still going to get a, a pretty cool um, prize trophy for being the first Masters if he finished fourth. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know that if, like, he just got me through the tough part and I had kind of got a second wind and pulled away at the end, or if he let me pull away at the end. But, <laughs> I mean... Either way, we crossed the finish line. I, I crossed in third, just like probably probably less than 10 seconds ahead of him. He crossed in fourth. Um, and I mean, if it weren't for him, I might not have finished that race. Like I was really, mm -hmm. really hurting. And for him to, whether or not he gave up third place overall for, you know, first masters or whatever, it's still just like that's 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 what runners do. We we help each mm -hmm. other. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Yes, sir. So it's uh, it's kind of that time we were able to meld in a little bit of that uh, advice from Izzy there, which was <laughs> fantastic. Nate, I'd like to hear from you if we could about uh, about the workout of the week. All right, uh, this workout is, it's a challenging one. Um, it is 
one that I kind of use as a measuring stick for a marathon performance. Um, but it, it, it's, it can easily be tailored to, to shorter distances as well. But mm-hmm. um, so the, the concept is you're, it's, it's a ladder. You're going to start at, at 200 meters and you're going to each interval, you're going to increase by 200 meters two, four, six, eight thousand, twelve hundred, fourteen, so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the goal is for you to run at or above or faster than your goal race pace. Ooh. But you're going to keep the same pace at every interval. So 200 up to whatever you go to, you got to maintain that same pace and try to keep the rest between intervals on to, to two minutes or under. Um, that sounds like hell. It is, it is a challenge. Uh, I have done it twice. Both times my goal was to get to um, two miles on the track. Uh, so 3,200 meters. Um, and the first time I made it to 3,000 meters, the second time I, I think I cut short at a, uh, about 2,000 meters. Um, but it is a beast of a workout, but it is a fantastic workout in terms of pacing and learning to combat the, you know, starting too fast in a race, especially in those longer races. Um, but it, it, what I found is, is whatever pace you can maintain for, you know, this workout, if you back off that pace a little bit, probably 10 to 15 seconds off your, your pace, that's probably yeah. what you can maintain for your race. That's so awesome. um, it's a pacing workout designed to keep you kind of in check early in the race and really push it at the end of the race when you're feeling tired and, and uh, kind of hating your life. But uh, <laughs> yeah, going back to the emotions that you were talking about, Izzy. Um, but yeah, so there's the workout. I call it the ladder of death or the death ladder. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. It's just painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, so I know I know you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but just to just to close this out here, Izzy, the advice. Just kind of sum it, sum up your advice to other runners in in a sentence or two. Whatever running looks like to you, as long as it's healthy movement, that's an accomplishment in itself. So in other words, Amen to that. Just do do it just go run <laughs> just go run it doesn't matter if you're you know you're running marathons or just kilometers it's all it's all incredible and it's all an achievement for yourself yeah look at that, that positivity i love it, it it's <laughs> such an important reminder um you know especially with with the state of our world today where i mean so many kids are just out there playing video games all day and they don't watching tv or doing whatever and it's, 
running is the last thing on their mind. And yeah, like, you know, we, we focus on the, the, the endurance sports, the, the long distance running, but you don't have to do that to be a runner. And I think it's, it's hugely important to be reminded of that, that yeah, running is whatever it is to you. So thank you. That's, that's subjective. Awesome advice. <laughs> so, well, thanks. Izzy, thanks for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. We definitely appreciate you coming on, um, sharing your your wisdom that is uh, well beyond your years. <laughs> so true. <laughs> thank you. Well. We are uh, excited to, to see how this death race goes for, for you and your all-women's team. Um, so we, uh, we might try to, to have you on again after that so that you can share your, uh, your stories. More that. stories. <laughs> yeah. But uh, until then, good luck with yeah, your training. Yeah, we could do that. I could get that that'd together. That would be nutty. That'd be good fun, actually. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> that you know would what? be fun. Could be fun. <laughs> Could be fun. I'll uh, put the oh. word out. Do it. Do it up. And I know that you're going to send this to them to listen to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, listeners, sure. listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are going to mosey on our way tonight. So it's thank you for me. Till next time. Thanks for listening. From the distant runners, just remember, it's a simple process. Right foot, left foot, repeat. Now get to training.